Hello, this is Sakira Baez, and I am coming to you live from Edmond, Oklahoma, with another day of podcasting um, for Motherhood Mess Unfiltered. I'm so grateful to have each and every person who listens to this, and I actually want to start with a word of prayer, because I don't know about you, but my day has been just a little on the messy a little bit on the crazy, a little bit on the chaotic side. And I would love for the opportunity to just to go before the Father before I start this podcast and give Him the opportunity to speak in and through me um, because I can't do this without Him. So, dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the opportunity just to come into your presence Father God, I thank you that you don't see me as less than because I didn't always respond correctly to the situations that were presented to me today, Father God. And so, and I thank you that um, even in the chaos, even in the craziness, even in all the mischief (laughs) of the enemy, Father God, that you are still good and that you are constant and you are faithful. And I thank you, Father God, that even when I fall short, You fill in the gap, and I thank you that you're always full of grace and mercy. And I thank you, Father God, that um, we don't give up. We just keep moving forward, and we keep falling forward, and we keep trying. We keep doing. And I thank you, Father God, that it's our heart's desire today to just worship and serve you, to put our best before you, To even in the moments like this, just sit in your presence and just know that you are God. Just like in Psalm 30 or Job 37, 14, it says, stand still, O Job, and look at the wondrous works of God. Thank you for moments and opportunities, even on this podcast, just to stand still and look at the wondrous works of you. Look at the fact that you have provided a roof over my head, Father God. And I thank you for each and every child that is snug in their bed and sitting in the living room quietly as I record. I thank you for a husband who supports me <laughs> because I couldn't find my my headset and he, he allowed me to use his. And I just thank you, Father God, that um, each one of those people that are in my home that they love me to the best of their ability, Father God. And I thank you that you are constantly caring for me and watching over me. That you never give up on me and that you have always pursued me. I thank you for each and every woman that listens to this podcast, that her life would be different somehow. That she would carry into her day somehow knowing that she is made in the image of the one true God. And there is something wonderfully and blessedly unique about her that no one in the world can give this world quite like her purpose, quite like what you've done in her and through her and the lives that she touches. And so I thank you, Father God, for us to just have this opportunity to talk about mind traffic and some strategies. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen.
Thank you. I needed that. I thank you for allowing me to take a few minutes just to pray and to process and to bring it back to the one who matters most, which is Jesus. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about how the Bible can give us guidance and wisdom for living an extremely fulfilling life and helping us to direct the mind traffic that comes across um, our thought processes. Um, I know for us, it has been a very busy season. Um, uh, And I say that and then I go, oh, that's not a good word. (laughs) Because busy isn't always fruitful, right? And so I've been doing my best to watch my words. And so I've been trying to change. I haven't been trying. I've been changing that word, busy, to fruitful. I have a fruitful life. I have a fruitful experience. I am fruitful. Um, Because producing fruit is good, right? Everybody likes fruit. (laughs) care who you are or what part of the country you're from or what um, part of the world you live in. Everyone loves a good piece of fruit of some sort, honestly. And so um, as I think about the different things that have come across our path, you know, there's been a lot of, um, for me personally, and maybe you don't wrestle with this. Maybe this isn't you at all and and maybe it is maybe it resonates perfectly with you but sometimes I'm like oh I need to lose weight I need to I need to do this I need to get this done I need to get that done and then sometimes because we we facilitate um our family's lives and we have multiple children that we um help and not everybody does what they're supposed to do (laughs) Right? And um, including our husbands. And so sometimes things get crazy and um, we have a certain um, calendar of events that we, that we want to get done. And at the end of the day, sometimes none of those things get accomplished because maybe the car broke down, uh, which is what happened with us. <laughs> Um, with some car problems and those are things that like you can't put on the back burner. You can't deal with it later. Like it's up in your face and it has to be dealt with right in this moment. And part of that look like is that we were getting ready to go out of town and her car broke down literally the day before. And so, um, everything that I had planned had to be put on the back burner. And I was like, God, and I was just allowing myself to get so frustrated and caught up in the moment. Um, but I, I was reminded that I needed to renew my mind according to Romans 12, 2, which says, do not conform to the pattern of this world because the pattern was off, right? (laughs) But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In this verse, Paul is urging his readers to reject the negative thought patterns and values of the world around them and instead focus on developing a new way of thinking. This strategy involves intentionally replacing negative or harmful thoughts with positive ones through prayer and meditation and the study of scripture. By regular renewing our minds in this way, we can train our brain to focus on the things that are good, pure, and true. And so I, w- I want to emphasize to you that um, one of the things that we did this morning as 
I left my husband at the gas station to take my son to school. And this car was smoking. I was like, I'm so mad at you. <laughs> Not mad at my husband, but mad at the enemy. Um, because he's such an adversary. He's such a liar. And he was trying to steal, kill, and destroy this happy moment where we're going to be reuniting with some friends to deliver a positive, uplifting message. And we're, we know that we're going to see radical healings and deliverance. We're going to Arlington, Texas. And some people we've been in community with online for years, including coach Janine. And she's actually going to be there. And I've actually never met her face to face. So I am so excited. I've spent hours on the phone with her. <laughs> I've done deliverance sessions with her. I've taught classes with her. <laughs> But we have never met face-to-face. -face. So I'm so excited about finally meeting her face-to-face. -face. And uh, like all of these things are supposed to be happening. And it's supposed to be a time of a great excitement and great joy. And, and, and not just that, like not only had the car thing happened, but there's been several other things that have happened over the past week where it's just been like, Tuck and roll, baby. Tuck and roll, you know, through each and every situation and circumstance. And, um, and I told my son who is six, I said, you know, when, when the devil tries to come at us like this, I said, you know what we do? We shout hallelujah. And so we did. We, we released our war cry there in the van and we just yelled and yelled and hallelujah, hallelujah. Because, and I told him, I said, it's because we know that our God is bigger and better and stronger than anything that the enemy has planned for us. And that ultimately, because we're on um, Father God's side, that we win in the end, even if it looks like we're losing or like there's problems arising. And so I just want to encourage you with that today is that you take those negative, harmful thoughts and you turn them into positive ones. And then one other strategy that I... I gave my son as I said, not only do we do that, I said, we pray for other people. And so we hopped on, went, um, alive there in the car. And we, I just, um, started praying for people and casting that spirit of fear and anxiety and depression. Um, just, just casting it out and putting it at the feet of Jesus, charging it as guilty because it was trying to get us into, fear and um when when the enemy comes in like a flood and tries to bring you fear you have to come from the opposite spirit which is faith and god says he will give you the faith that you need and I, if you don't have it then ask for it and you keep asking until god gives it to you and you keep confessing you know oh, fear is misplaced worship so you lay that fear at the foot of the cross, you surrender it, you give it to God. Here's my fear. I just need faith. And, and it ring through that, you know, people go, well, then how do you get away from that fear? You start thinking of everything that you're grateful for is the way that I do it. I start listing everything that I'm grateful for. And I start praying for other people and who are, who might be going through the same situation, the same circumstance, because at least I, I mean, at, at the very, you know what I mean? Best, I have God. And some people don't even have God. I have hope. 
And some people feel like they have no hope. And then I have my family. And one of the things that shifted as we were focusing on the positive was that, you know, we weren't on the side of the road. We weren't already on our trip and had this happen. Or we weren't in a strange town with, you know, trying to meet up with our friends and and, and be with them. And, and instead, we were having to deal with car problems. Like, this happened before our trip. Which is better because at least we know where to get the parts and how to, we have all the access to all the tools that we would need in order to fix the vehicle, right? And we can save ourselves a lot of money rather than being at the mercy of whoever we might be able to find along the way on the road. So with that, let's go to, um, the other strategy, the other scripture is taking every thought captive. And so when we take every thought captive, I just ruined my notes. I'm so sorry. Okay, let me find them real quick. Um, when we take our thoughts captive, we can go to Philippians 4, 8. And it says, hold on, I'm getting there. taking forever. I'm so sorry. Philippians 4, 8 says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. This means that we should strive to think positively and avoid those negative, harmful thoughts. And so that goes well with what we were just talking about one of the ways that you could do this is just by um, meditating on the Bible and finding a scripture that is relevant to your situation or your circumstance. And, um, and as I was saying from the very beginning, one of my favorite scriptures since I was a small child um, was Job thirty-seven fourteen, and stand still or Job and look at the wondrous works of God. Like just take it all in. You know what I mean? Because Job was a, he was a, he was having a moment where he was like really questioning, um, God and like, and, and his sovereignty and things like that. And, you know, why are you doing this to me? What did I do to deserve this? Like I've been this faithful servant and, um, and so I just want to encourage you to, to reflect on the things that God had, like the sunset, the sunrise, the flowers. And so like, I have beautiful flowers that grow in my garden and I just love flowers. When I was single, I used to buy myself flowers <laughs> to be quite honest. Cause I was like, and, and um, it's funny that, um, there's a song out now called I can buy myself flowers because <laughs> I totally was that person as a single person. And so now God brings me those flowers in my garden and, and um, and I see that as a, an opportunity for him to woo me, if you will. And so that brings us to another point is um, practicing our, our mindfulness of what we're allowing to, to be in our thoughts. And Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. And so this means that we should be careful about the thoughts and emotions that we allow to enter our hearts because they will ultimately shape our actions and behaviors. The Bible actually says, out of the heart, 
the mouth speaks. So people give out of the abundance that they have in their own heart. So whatever you're entertaining, whatever you're thinking about, that's what you're going to give to others. So do you want to give of that fear, of that anxiety, of that depression, of that chaos, of that confusion? Or do you want to to be able to reflect on those things, take those cap, thoughts captive, and put them at the feet of Jesus and surrender them? And that is the best thing, right? And so sometimes we have to take a minute and and center ourselves in the word, right? Center ourselves in at the at the feet of Jesus. Center ourselves in front of the Father and say, "Here I am." <laughs> in all my chaos and all my confusion and all my craziness, here I am and I need your supernatural peace. Um and I need to surrender these situations. And so this is what I can do today. This is what I can do in this moment. This is what I can do for right now. And so the last thought is to surrender those emotions to God and those thoughts. And so um, when you surrender those, you can think of Psalm fifty-five twenty-two. It says, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. This means that we can trust God to provide for us and guide us even when we don't understand what's happening. And so it's interesting that, you know, how my thoughts, when I started to take captive and I said, you know what, I know that you're good. And then before I got back home, my thoughts were, you know what, I'm so glad this didn't happen when we were already on the road. But it doesn't have to stop there, to be quite honest, because we can, the Bible says that the thief owes sevenfold. So whenever you have something that's missing, like it's something that's coming to like take your finances for what should have been fun things, you have to do things that aren't as fun. And you can tell the enemy, you know what? There's a sevenfold return because that's what the Bible says. That's what the word says. So I'm looking forward to how my God is going to vindicate me in this situation because this was an unrighteous situation. This this liar, this accuser, this Satan has stolen from my family. And so thank you, Father God, that when I take this situation and I surrender it to you, that you fight on my behalf. And according to Psalm 5522, which I love those numbers, 5522, right? Um, Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. It says you won't even be shaken. So, and then in Psalm 91, it says, Though a thousand fall at your left and ten thousand at your right hand, that the plague will not come near you or your dwelling. So we can surrender our thoughts and emotions to God by praying regularly and asking for his guidance and wisdom. We can also seek and support other believers who can pray with us and offer us encouragement and support. By trusting in God and surrendering our thoughts and emotions to Him, we can find peace and hope even in the midst of the most difficult circumstances. And so with that, I just want to close for today and say I'm so glad that you are here. Please, if you haven't found us on Facebook yet, we have a wonderful wonderful community of women where we talk about health and wealth and finances and friendship and family and fun, right? And we have prizes that we give away and um, challenges that we do. And then we even have 
um, a coaching program available for those who want to dive a little bit deeper on some of the topics that we discuss on the podcast and within the group. And we would love to have you in that community. So if any of that interests you, please feel free to reach out and send us a message um, either through Facebook or here on the podcast. Um, we would love to touch base with you. Um, Coach Corey, Coach Janine, and I are all available for a coaching call. If that is something that appeals to you, we would love to have a conversation with you and see what we might help you to break through to the next level in your life. So with that, I'm signing off, and I hope you have a good evening. God bless you, and we'll talk to you next time.